Hi, I'm Jada. And I'm Cassidy. And this is Books with Benefits. Today we are talking about Seraph, which is the <laughs> sixth book <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> in the Monster series. I can't believe we've like already up to a sixth book in a series on this podcast. No, me either. This we've well, and we've even spread this out quite a bit. So yeah, we really have. I am. I'm excited to talk about this book. Yeah, me too. Let's go. Content warning. This podcast is not intended for anyone under the age of 18. Trigger warnings provided by the author include explicit sexual content, non-human genitalia, sounding, restraint, throat fucking, main character with multiple eyes, mentions of family death, captivity, forced experimentation, former sex worker main character, graphic descriptions of on-page killing, Injury and violence. <laughs> There's a lot of these. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to keep it straight. Okay. <laughs> Mentions of cannibalism, insect and spider-like monsters, brief mention of transphobia, one instance of violence between the main characters. Okay, those are all the trigger ones. <laughs> Yeah, God. It, yeah. This book is full of them, people, so you just got to be warned. I even, I will say, this is one, like a lot of those, I'm like, oh, th- those really aren't that bad. I don't know. There's some vibes in this book, though, that I can see could feel triggering to some people. Yeah, just the vibe. Yep. I really, um, it's it's intense. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. So the following is the Goodread Summary. I've already mentally prepared myself to kill the screaming, murderous monster in the cage outside our camp. I'm used to it. It's what I do. Kill monsters and other people. And this monster, Seraph, is particularly unstable. Has been since the moment he arrived from Collector Mary's monster menagerie to the west, where the military stashed him away. He's in pain. I can see it. But he's not a mindless beast. Not like some of the others think. When I start guarding him in his cage every night, I begin to see the person beneath the agony that tortures his every waking moment. I begin to see who Seraph could have been if he hadn't been twisted into this monstrous creature. I realize that I wouldn't be able to bring myself to kill him, even for his own sake. But it doesn't matter anyway. He's already dying, and there's nothing I can do to stop it. Not even when new visitors at our raider camp bring with them the secrets about Seraph, secrets the military has tried to hide, secrets that reveal the true extent of the horror he's been put through. And now, now I will kill anyone who tries to hurt him again. I'm realizing now I never read this synopsis. Me either. And I think it is so, this is a really bad synopsis for this book. It's so revealing. There's so many spoilers. Like, this lays it all out. Yeah, and Lily, (laughs) stop that. Stop it. All of you. All of you writers out there, quit I'm, like, smiling the whole time I'm reading this because I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good thing we don't read these, the synopsis for these beforehand because it really would. It would kind of trash some stuff for us. That would have definitely. Twisted. You heard that word. Twisted into. (laughs) Twisted in this. And then, um. 
like the military's trying to hide secrets about Sarah. Yeah. Fuck. Um Okay, let's give our ratings for this one. Okay. Um okay. Overall, uh you already know what I gave it, so I give it a five. Yeah. What'd you give it? Okay, so because I love this series and like I love a lot of the characters, I gave it a four. Right. In reality, I definitely think it's more like a three point seven five for me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what okay, smut wise, what'd you give it? I gave it a four. Okay, me too. Eh, I, I'm I'm just back and forth with this. <laughs> okay, what about okay. fluff? Uh, a two. See, okay, that's where we differ. I said there there's like hardly any fluff in this. Movie. I think our <laughs> definitions of fluff are very different. <laughs> Anything that made me have aw little feelings, four. I give. It I four. was like hardly saying aw. The only thing I mean, occasionally Seraph would say something, and I'm like aw. But see, some of that stuff I really liked. I don't know. This was probably my first like real crazy monster book. Like the, I don't know. It might have been your first one that this, <laughs> went this deep. But I don't. I don't know. I. I, I, to me, I mean, I've also read some other crate like crazy shit, crazy shit. Like I'm thinking, I can't. Oh, sing me to sleep. I'm thinking of that one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's very monsterish. All right, plot. Obviously. What'd you give it? I know it's gonna be lower than what I did. <laughs> I gave it a two point five. See, I gave it a five. We are very. If I'm being backward on this. I know we're because to me, I I think there's like almost no plot in this whole book. See, but I <laughs> think there is. Uh it's very interesting how subjective our ratings are yeah, tonight. Yeah, And then um, characters. I have characters as a rating. Oh, I don't have characters, but mine will be a five because I, okay. I loved it. Okay, mine's a three. <laughs> Cass, what is happening? It's because you just read Moth. I think that's why. Well, but, I mean, I read some things after I read Moth. It wasn't like I stopped Moth and went right into Seraph. I know, but I think that monstrous-wise. I have loved Lilac. I was so uninterested with Lilac throughout this whole book, which I was so sad about. Bro, see. But we'll talk about some other things once Fuck. we get into the spoiler talk. Okay. All right. Let's. All right. So if you're going to read it, go read it right now. I highly recommend um, this I one. still recommend it. If you're reading the series, I definitely recommend reading it. Like, I liked it. You'll just have to wait and see. We'll, I we'll liked tell. it better than The Reek, I guess. Although now that I'm thinking about it, do I? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh-oh. I didn't know this was going to be this kind of pod today. <laughs> Shit. All right, bitches. Go read the fucking book, and we'll see you in a minute. Books. Well, fuck. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be one of those days. <laughs> Shit. So, um, where do you want to start with this, Cass? Um, I mean, okay, so the book starts, it starts right when, like, Eden and uh, Charlie and Hunter get to the camp and then Charlie and Moth leave. Right. And so, um, the whole, basically the whole book is the span of when Charlie and Moth are gone. Yeah, which I think is a nice time frame of reference. I like that. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of starts, I mean, a good, uh, 30% of the book is Seraph is 
like pretty much still taking the injections. Seraph is right. acting like an absolute fucking nuisance. Seraph is being Seraph. The- <laughs> <laughs> like the OG Seraph, that's him the whole first part of the book. Um, you figure out like a little bit about Lilac, like whenever he lived in the cities, he was basically like a prostitute. Which I think is um, an interesting backstory. I was kind of excited yeah, it, that that was it. Yeah, it seemed like that's pretty on brand for Lilac, though. Yeah, I agree. Um, both of his parents died. Pretty traumatic, honestly. Yeah, um, God. There's one quote from 2% in. Someone's talking about Lilac and he overhears them. And it says... Um, it doesn't bother him. Nothing bothers him. Yes. And I was <laughs> like... <laughs> I was like, I promise. <laughs> I mean, later on he says, I'm fine. And Gloom's like... You're always fine. Oh. <laughs> um, but, so, yeah, we're learning about him. Uh, we learned that him him and Rusty do be yeah, fucking around. Yeah, fucking. And I'm like, man, what I wouldn't give to see him to fucking To see him Rusty. fuck Rusty? God well, damn. I'm obsessed with Rusty. Well, and Rusty and none. I know. I know. I, know. I, I want was... a spinoff book about them. I know. That I was really hoping Rusty would get a monster. Oh, oh. I would have. And you know how she's like kind of she's really scared of monsters, actually. Yeah, she's kind of it Bro. would be so cool. I know because really none of our characters have been necessarily scared of monsters. They've all been kind of interested and intrigued by them. right. Like once once they see the monster that's supposed to be like, I guess, you know, theirs. Yeah, they they're kind of. Interested yeah, in like, capacity. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm trying to fuck a monster. <laughs> he said, "Have you seen the ass on that monster?" <laughs> he really did. I will say that's one thing I wanted to talk about early on before we dive in any farther. The camaraderie and the like, the group of like essence of this book. How all the monsters are yeah. like basically, and I mean, except for Moth and Charlie for like the most part. Um, I know. I know, but I do, I was so tickled that... That was the best, I mean, that was the reason why the book got such a high rating for me that it did. Well, and it was, I'm telling you, when was so good in this this book. book. The last couple books, I'm like, Jesus Christ, when, like... Like, you gotta calm down. But this one was good. This one was really good. And I appreciated it. So, okay, they... Things kind of move a little bit because Lilac agrees. Well, he doesn't agree. He demands that he's going to guard Seraph. Yeah. Um, And he... So there are these little tidbits from Lilac that are, like, in all caps. That's Lilac... Or not Lilac. From Seraph. Um, that's Seraph's, like, internal monologue. Yeah. And he talks about Lilac having, like, death. Dead. Oh, well, he talks about dead green eyes. That's right, the first that's first. Says. Right, but then he's like full of death or something like that. Well, yeah, that, I mean, actually that's skipped a, a little farther ahead. Well, yeah, but like as far as the storyline goes, that's kind of where things head. Yeah. Um, I was also going to say, talking about Rusty, she actually got kicked out of her city and like fled from, you know, her parents and everything because she was trans. Right. I feel right. like that's like just something I wanted to say and put... Right, that needs there. to be out there, yeah. Um, and because fuck that city. Right, really. And fuck that city. 
I'm fucking, I want some uh, rusty fan art too, if anyone. Yeah, if anyone's <laughs> doing that shit, please God. I know, these podcasts, thank God for Lily Main in the Monster Series. These are have gotten a lot of traction for us. People love these books um, as, as much as we do. I mean, they mm-hmm. are so good. Um, and it's always nice, if anyone ever has anything to say related to what we talk about in our pods, please comment on our Instagram posts or DM us or something. Because we love when people tell us that they feel the same way that we did. It, like, totally makes our day. So um, I I like a lot of those, like, back and forth moments with uh, Gloam and Seraph. Mm-hmm. Um, like, when he's trying to get across to Seraph and Seraph is, like, still very unsure of any monsters. And I appreciate that Gloam is, like, trying. Let me say, in this very beginning... Is when I got the inkling of what was going on. You you <laughs> called me. This motherfucker knew. I was like, God damn it. As click. soon as it said, there was one other thing. But then it was like, and talking about how uh, Seraph was scared of the monsters. Right. And sure, we could say, you know, I mean, Gloam has done some crazy shit to him. This and that. Right. But I said... Mm, you know, that's tingling something in my brain right now. I feel There's like she wouldn't have said else. this just because of that. And I said, you know who else is scared of monsters? Humans. <laughs> <laughs> so should we just spill the beans now? So we give so the Seraph was a motherfucking human. That's and they done saying. they done spliced the motherfucker's DNA and made yeah. him into a monster. And what was his name? Luke? Luke, yeah, I think it's yeah. Luke. And they they like use DNA from like Auri and um, from a bunch of monsters, like, like eight monsters or something. Maybe Eden was Eden. Yeah, and, Eden and Win maybe. Not Win. Not Win. Who's one? Um, I, I know think there were others. Um, oh, what is um, what's the race of the blue ones? Oh fuck! Hang on, you asked. Is there's one that's like a Gint or a Kint or? Vint. I think it's Vint. Maybe yeah, it's a Vint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Man, you're good. That was good. I can't I'm believe you remember good, that. Guys. I'm like a little encyclopedia of these books. She is. But I, I will say, y'all, I read this book in February. <laughs> February. So it's been a while. This um, is very fresh in my mind. I just finished it last night. <laughs> so my mind's a little a little tainted um, as far as my remembering yeah. of the book. But nonetheless, um, as far as quotes go from that beginning part, a lot of mine were, like, information gathering. Because yeah, so are mine. So, like, you know, Lilac's been watching Seraph at 7%. Seraph, er, Lilac gets a little too close to the cage. Seraph <laughs> chokes the ever-living fuck out of And he, she says, he snatch. was like, he said the, the quote, no, I rasped again, <laughs> instinctively fighting for freedom in one last burst of adrenaline-fueled panic. Seraph, stop. I didn't know why it worked, but I felt his grip loosen. Even then, I couldn't move his fingers at all. Let go of me, Seraph. I croaked. I was sweating. I did be sweating. And, like, I mean, Seraph, you can say whatever you want. I feel very firm in this. Lilac is a dumb bitch. Oh, Lilac's so stupid. Yeah. Look, and normally, okay, this might be a little, like, uh, controversial, I think Lily Maine, in general, does a really good job with characters, character yeah. development, character interactions, character relationships. I didn't feel that way about this book. Okay, let me let me throw out a, a viewpoint that I had at the time when I read the book. Um, Lilac has 
all of the, like, this responsibility on him to kill, 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 kill. And now he's grown an, I think, an intentional attachment to something he, right, at the time it's something, not someone, he is also supposed to kill before he realizes how much of a person Seraph quite is. Um, Which I don't think is much, but that's my opinion. Don't think much (laughs) is left, but I do think the internal person is there. Um, probably a, a lot more than a physical, obviously. Um, but I think that Lilac craves that unconditional affection. I think that too. And I think that this is his way of trying to get it. Originally, it was him just trying trying to have a project almost of his own. Like when he starts feeding Sarah things and throwing him things yeah. and things like that. I think it was trying to establish a connection to save something that was originally doomed for death. Like, and like, and, I can understand that and I can see that. It's more so like what any type of relationship between them, I just don't buy any of it. Like, I didn't get that buy in in the book of like, I mean, when you think of <laughs> this, at the time they have their first sexual thing happen, I felt. And I'm not saying because, like, oh, monster, whatever. It made me feel uneasy. That's, like, the, like, in the, I think this kind of feels wrong a little bit. That's kind of how. <laughs> See, I, I honestly, I felt similar, but I. And, like, there's just no, there's not that, like, it's, like, the whole first, up until that point, is, like, this whole, like, he's, you know, taking care of him like a pet or like an animal. Well, and, and I do that's think my, that's what, how I'm looking at it. I do think that's understandable to to think, but also at at some point, I think that Seraph, when he initiates some of that like that sexual interaction with Lilac, it's because he wants to show him who he is. Like he's trying to show him that he's not just a monster to be killed. I I don't know. I mean, maybe we read two different books. You know, I mean. As far yeah. as like our viewpoints on on like how everything played out, but that's really that's really the view I took. Um, yeah. I, even if it I was originally more like relationship building between them, it was more so just let's try to save Seraph. Oh, he can kind of talk now, and then they're just fucking throughout the rest of the book. <laughs> well, and I do think I think they definitely are. They do be fucking after like what fifty percent. Um, and it just like is just it was strange to me like all the other monster books like there was some of the relationships where i was like uh why do you guys like each other but okay this one i mean i can see if seraph like imprinted on lilac i get that i almost think yeah i mean he did so but it just i i wasn't buy i just didn't have any buy-in to the relationship i had a lot of buy-in i don't know if it was because i had been so I had seen fan art and all the things, of course, prior to reading the book. And I was so excited for this book. Let me just say, I love Maybe that's where the issue is. Maybe that's where the problem is. I was not really excited for this book. I did not want to read Seraph. I was not looking forward to the things that Seraph has on his body. I was was so excited. And I, but then I think. 
I put together the the fan art that is out for this book that people have drawn. I appreciate the like it's just like that kind love that I see. like in like the one there's the one someone drew of them like their legs are across each other they have the hats on they're like out in the garden by the RV and that I'm was... like it's so cute it's so cute yeah. and I know that like it may originally feel like Lilac is taking care of him as a pet but I do think he is doing it because he knows there's more. I like Lilac is smart. Yeah. Or like I would have liked to see the more because I feel like I never got it. Right. Like I never really got to see Seraph as the only little bits of like personality I got for him were like the woodworking at the very end. See, no, and then like moments like this, the moments of emotion, like twelve percent in at right after he fucking chokes the living shit out of out of Lilac. He goes out, Lilac goes back out to see him, and here's this is what it says. He almost looked ashamed, if that was possible, on his monstrous face. Shuffling back, he curled up into a protected ball against the far wall of his cage and tipped his head against the bars wearily. His many eyes flickered back to my face, and we stared at each other in silence. Neither of us made another sound for the rest of the night. Like, come on, he has those moments of humanity. They're in there. Yeah. And I think they're just sprinkled very so lightly because she was trying so hard to not give it away, even though you fucking clocked it to two minutes. Yeah, in. and I mean, you find out at twenty eight percent into the book that right, he's, that that he's, he's a, a human. human, and I think that that also helps too. I love that yeah. they thought he was a cryptid. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I thought I liked the idea of that. And I loved all the little things that Lilac brought. Crackers, little jars of kimchi and pickles. Yeah. Crunchy slices and, of giant you know, apple. And I liked those parts too. And I really did like those parts. But looking back, I'm like, God damn, this book was repetitive. <laughs> See, I like that. I like, this reminds me of a slice of life. It really does. I get, and I love slice of life. I don't know. This book just didn't. I guess it just didn't do it for me. And that's okay. One, I yeah. well, there are books that you that we've read that really don't do it for me. But yeah. I think like this. And I think one. it was because I was so hyped, like hyped, and I feel like it just didn't do the characters justice. Right. And I went on Goodreads and I did read like a lot of the lower star rating reviews, and I was like, I feel that same way that you. <laughs> Well, and see, and then I, I read the higher star reviews, and I am I am with them. So, and that's understandable, though. So, anyway, moving on. <laughs> the re- <laughs> uh, well, the reason why we have this whole um, group meeting of all the monsters <laughs> is because, well, we already have everyone at the camp except for Danny and Wynn until, you know, you know Wynn comes for a little... Uh, Little little drive by, <laughs> little extraction visit. Yeah, because you know, I mean, Lilac been feeling a little sick, and as soon as it started, I'm like, oh god damn, he got a motherfucking parasite, and he did. And it is so Wind funny. Just, he just, just ate slurped it up. that shit right. <laughs> Some of the shit that Wynn says during this whole interaction, pure gold, pure gold, like. The soul eater huffed in disgust and, and gave my cheek a, a none-too-gentle slap after yeah, releasing like, my slap. jaw. Saved your sorry life, human. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. he's like, stop fucking shooting at me because they're trying to kill him. And he's like, you're not going to fucking kill me, stupid bitches. Yep. And, okay, I guess 
that was just like a nice part of the visit. Actually, they were coming to find Eden. Yep. Um, because they wanted to tell Eden about the the uh, the like Cain and Sin. Yeah. Or something like that. Can Cain. Um, about like tethering their lives. And I mean, man, I if I don't get like a road trip book. I of can't them, say anything to you yet, so I guess it's gonna I mean, something's gonna happen with it in lore. Guys, I'm scared. I'm scared I'm gonna hate it. I'm so I, I'm not going to speak my thoughts on lore yet. We can save that one. Oh, Lily Payne, I do love you. I'm just a little nervous. Okay. <laughs> but I, I think we're we're in the home stretch to get the resolution that we need for these monsters and humans. While I would never want this group to end, like I could read shorts about this group forever. Um I do think that they're working towards a higher purpose. And we've talked about that before. Um, That there's something larger, quite literally, that they're all headed towards, which is nice. All I'm saying is if I don't get a whole ass Orlith book, I'm going to freak out. She's going to have a freak out. Or I heard a little rumor there might be like a book about Orlith and it's going to show what's been happening in in England this whole time. (gasps) Oh. And... Mm-mm. I fucking love Orlith. Mm-mm-mm. I can't stand it. <laughs> Orlith is just... I am very excited because Orlith is a different flavor of monster, I feel like. You know? Like, yeah. we've got all the dark and broody and scary ones. Yeah. And, I mean, even Eden. Eden's flashy, but, like, he's still scary. Orlith is like... Orlith is like, I'm spinning like a ballerina. <laughs> That's Orlith. Yeah. Okay. So. Anyway, so... <laughs> Um, blah, blah, blah. We learn about, and I will say, um, this is a a piece that I'm surprised I forgot about. The paperwork that, uh, Ghost took from the military. I forgot about this. Yeah, me too. Um, I remember thinking about, like, about it at the time, but it just, it left. So he had taken paperwork, which, how, (laughs) how ironic that the, Great handful of papers he finds is all about Sarah. He's like, oh, sorry, I got this one off the table. Um, yeah, but it's all about Project Divinity. I know, poor which fucking is Sarah. Sarah's His man. name was Luke Joseph Buckley. What a Buckley. Um, Buckley, Buckley. White and African American. Weight, 190 pounds. Height, six foot three. He was already a tall bitch. Damn, he a big bitch. <laughs> well, now he's a... A much bigger bitch. He's tall as fuck. He's, I know he's like seven. He calls Win Tiny Smoke Man. <laughs> Nothing makes me laugh. Okay, and I know that in the like the fandom for this series, they like absolutely always call Win a Tiny Smoke Man, and we're just now getting to here, so we haven't heard that until now. And I'm like, God, this is amazing. Like it's so yeah. funny. Uh, something else that I highlighted that I know it's going to come back into play at some point. I don't know when. I'm think I don't know if you've read anything that might allude to this. Okay. Uh, and I could still, like, be wrong about where I'm going with this. I can just hold but, my tongue for whatever. Um, if there, it, like, does come, I know there's going to be some kind of head with the military. This is my thoughts. With this, it talks about test, test subject O2 cherub. And I'm mm. almost thinking, you know, say work, but maybe cherub did. Or they have some that did. 
And not only are they going to be fighting the military, but the military is going to bring out these fucking experimented on monsters. And maybe they'll they'll be there will be in a dream world. They'll have attachments to the monsters of their kinds, hopefully, and they yeah. can turn. Uh, but you can't tell me that she couldn't specifically say test O two cherub without me thinking. Yeah, little thing always <laughs> means something. When there's little tidbits like that, you better fucking remember because they're going to come back later. I mean, like even. For fuck's sake, the moment she says a blue person with cat in moth, yeah. we all know. We know. It's got to be. We do be knowing. They're, okay, also, I love when uh, Eden do be calling when an old bastard. I think it's so funny. Oh, yeah. Your old, old bastard. bastard. <laughs> Your old bastard. Like, and I, yep. I'm hearing it in the Scottish accent. I can't do one, so I'm not going to try. But <laughs> Your old bastard. <laughs> Can we cut that? Um, <laughs> no. So then, okay. Also, at this point, I'm around the point where, you know, he doesn't have, Seraph doesn't have any more injections. He basically starts to die. Okay, pause. Lilac has a belly button ring. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, and his dick's pierced. I'm, I'm more interested in the dick piercing. Than the- <laughs> Literally, though. And, okay, wait, pause. You, you skip in some, one of my favorite parts. Bro, listen. Pause, gotta pause, get going. pause. We're only, we're only 30 minutes in. Pause. I love the part when Wynn and Danny arrive after Wynn has sucked the life out of fucking Lilac's body. And Danny, that he's, Eden's trying to convince Wynn to bring Danny in. And Wynn's like, absolutely fucking not. And he says, did you sustain a brain injury since I last saw you? That one do be cracking me up. And then, so, <laughs> there's, uh, Anchor comes out, and she's like, I, you can't stay, she told the Soul Eater and his human companion. You have to go. That made the Soul Eater go very still. His hood cocked slowly as he crossed his arms. Do we? Anchor shot me a desperate look, as <laughs> like I might have a solution. I just stared back. I very much doubted I'd be able to get rid of the Soul Eater, especially when I was this weak. And this is at the point, too. Danny has came in, and everyone's like, what the fuck? This, like, little <laughs> little man with with the tiny smoke man? And it is just, the interactions there are adorable and hilarious. Yeah, all the interactions with all of the characters are really good. And, like, so there's the point, too, that Ghost, Ghost and Auri come back right after when got, thank God they weren't there when he got there. But um, they come back, and they're like, Okay, Rig is talking to Ghost. He's like, okay, don't freak out, Ghost. Rig stepped forward, holding up his hands. He's not here to hurt anyone, um, apparently. He knows Eden, and this is Danny, his uh, husband. husband, Danny said, with a big smile as he peered over the Soul Eater's shoulder, look at that giving <laughs> Ghost a little wave. Hi there. Like, oh, my God. This is what I've been waiting on for so long. I am just – and then the moment <laughs> – the moment Ari says, I am Ari, the reek. <laughs> and Danny's like, nice to meet you. And Wynn is like, it is not nice. And he says, Eden, you let me bring Danny in here when the reek lives here? I'll rip your fucking horns out myself. And Eden's like, Wynn. And Wynn turns to Danny and he's like, we are leaving. And Danny says, no, we ain't. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is like a cute little interaction here. Adorable. 
And then Eden at one point says she's just going to read us the whole dialogue. I really would. It's so cute. I'm like, I I was geeking. This part of the book absolutely freaking out. And Cassidy was nowhere near reading this book. So I had to sit and simmer in it. And it's adorable. And Eden wants to form a monster union. Anyway. Okay. Now go ahead with whatever you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Just had to share that for the people that also enjoyed it as much as I did. I will say, I did have buy-in the first, like, 20% of the book. I really was enjoying it. Yeah, we even read part of it together. Yeah, I was enjoying it. (laughs) Also, when... Are you skipping past when Seraph starts to talk? Um, It's 42. No, I'm at 37, around 30. Okay, all right, you go ahead, ma'am. You go ahead. Um, Okay, so he... Seraph's dying... Blah, blah, blah. They take him out of the cage. They put him in the RV. Which, what the fuck? Oh, he has a little life seed, you know, because of the reed. The reed. The reed. The reed. (laughs) Us and these names. Um, There's too many. (laughs) They really are. Uh, But, bro, the scene when Seraph wakes up, I wanted to deck. I wanted to deck Lilac right in the face that whole scene. I'm like, dude. Get the fuck out. I get that you want to be there for Seraph. I understand that. But you are making this so much worse for any, everyone, everyone <laughs> that is involved. And then he gets elbowed in the face, knocks his goddamn tooth out. <laughs> so now we got toothless lilac. You can't just sit the fuck down. <laughs> it was, that whole thing was out of control. And oh I my mean, god! Like, it really. And then you have Ari over here, like I can't, I'm trying to keep it together. You need to leave. Like it was insane. It was insane. And like when, and even Ari starts to like change. And he's yeah, like, that's what I was saying. Like, like Ari's like, you need to leave. Like yeah, he was a mess. And I was like, oh no, Ari's about to go full psycho. He's about to go berserk mode. Yeah, I mean. Mm-mm. And that's and then you who have glow, I'm like enough. And I'm like, yeah, Gloam, you fucking tell him shit. I mean, I will say I do like that Gloam exudes daddy energy. Like he big daddy Gloam. He taking care of people. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay, so right after that, um, they so Seraph obviously lives. Um, mm-hmm. is like doing okay. And he starts to talk. Yep. Which he says, Ronish. I don't know what that yeah. means. I feel like it's Russian. Um, but it's not <laughs> Russian. It's monster language. But it's it's uh is der nuke is is der nuke. I I is is der nuke. Is der nuke. I don't yeah. know. But so AKA the Eden. soul eater <laughs> it when like turns his head, he's like, What he said, did he just and then Gloam says like what it was and then he's like, Let's go, we gotta get him and then Eden comes out and he says, It means no more meat. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, Sarah for vegetarian And <laughs> I was I literally said, like fuck that meat. He really did. He's been eating raw meat for like years. I know, and this poor guy he hates it. Um so then he keeps like saying things and then they're like Go get Auri, because there are, like, other things yeah. that he keeps saying in different yeah. languages. Oh, and so he really just speaks, like, all the languages of the monsters that, right, you that know, he, he was is. kind of yeah. with. And it was really sweet when 
Aori said, I have never heard another speak my language before. Oh, me cry. Mm-hmm. Me cry. Yep. I like this one. I don't know who said this either. I don't I don't know which one of the monsters said this. Uh, you are his salvation, Lilac the Human. I just really like Lilac it's the Human. Eden. Eden did that. <laughs> of course you love it because it's Eden. <laughs> I know. Look at that. <laughs> I love Eden. And then he said, if anyone can get him out of that cage for good, it will be you. My heart. Um, let's see. He, he was, I love the little interaction when he's learning his name and then Lilac's name. Lilac. That's how I hear it. And he says like that the whole time. Yep, forever. (laughs) (laughs) Like it never stops doing that. And there's that little phrase, the, the Katlora Ton Lee, whatever. I don't know how you. That's what I'm looking at right this second. Wow. Look at us. (laughs) And he didn't know what it meant, but he was like, "But oh, but his cock was twitching." He did, it did because they were about to do some gnarly things. And okay, so that whole scene, I was like, "What the fuck?" Basically, and then he puts he his finger gets, like, in his mouth, like finger fucked by Sarah. I don't know. I was like, "Oh my god!" It it was the fucking scene after this when when <laughs> <laughs> that was like. Oh, hold on. I, got I want the audiobook for this book so bad. Although, okay, before I get to that scene, because it hasn't come up yet. I love that Lilac, after so, like the next morning, he went and talked to Rusty and was like, hey, I just want to let you know that like, I'm actually kind of attracted to Sarah, which <laughs> let me, Rusty took this so well. So well. <laughs> so well. Because I would have been like, what the fuck? Right. What you mean you're you're attracted to Seraph. Um, so, like, yeah. God. But he was really just like, I just want to let you know. You know, I'm not trying to. And I was like, oh, that, that, you know, that was really nice of, of Lilac to go tell her that. <sighs> um, there. So then the scene with Wynn, um, when he's like, he says guarding when lilac he like asked lilac what he's been doing he's like is that what it's called and then he said just wondering if all humans refer to getting finger fucked by a rabbit splice (laughs) as guarding yeah finger fucked by a rabbit splice (laughs) yes when when's up here speaking he said i see what's happening and i'm gonna say it out loud oh my god but i do think i really do appreciate that when, despite knowing, doesn't tell. I really, yeah, I, yeah. mad props, mad props to win. And I really think, okay, one, okay, I also really don't think it's to any dedication of, of Lilac. I do think he really doesn't give a fuck. And probably Danny told him not to tell anyone. <laughs> Maybe, or I do think too. Because I think Lilac thinks that in his mind at some point. I think Wynn is also concerned about Seraph. Like, he's interested. Oh, yeah. I think he, I mean, he wants good things to happen for Seraph. Like, there are these two interactions right around smoke 51 man. and 52. <laughs> smoke man, tiny smoke man. Um, when he says, um, Wynn figures out what what Lilac had said. And he says, Kalora Ton Lee means I only want you. And then he says, congratulations. And I'm like, fucking Wynn. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, Seraph is talking, or Seraph and Lilac are talking back and forth, and he asks him if he's feeling calm. And Seraph said yes. Well, he says, like, his little she, which is yes. 
And then he stretched his mouth into a big grin, sharp teeth jutting. I can just see Seraph like full mouth spread with these scary ass teeth. Yeah. Like, hello, I am fine. Yeah. And so Wynn keeps like joking and like saying shit. And like, <laughs> Lilac never responds or laughs or says anything. And so Wynn's like, what the fuck? Like, fuck you. And. And then so at one point he says, you're suited for each other. He muttered, neither of you have a fucking sense of humor. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you right. Ding, ding, ding. It's, it is funny when he keeps calling him. He's like, what did he, what did he just call me? What did he say? Smoke, smoke man. man. He's like, <laughs> yeah, and then you have a Sarah over here. Smoke man. Hey, smoke man. Hey, smoke man. Hey, what the I smoke need man? Because they were walking away and Sarah's just going, smoke man. Because <laughs> he wanted him to tell something to Lila. <laughs> He's like, come back, smoke man. Oh, God, it's so funny. So there, and there are cute things too, like when Gloam, like he says things in Gloam's language and Glo- or one yeah. of the ones he understands. And he's like, he said he missed you. Like, oh, adorable. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting that I'm going to probably say this wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Aterin. Yeah. Like what Gloma is. Like Gloma. And yeah. um, Teleths, they can like crossbreed. Yeah, that was a little like and, toss up there, wasn't it? And you know, some of things like that that I'm like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> Maybe someone's going to have a baby. That or. I'm tr- I was trying to think in my mind if any. Uh, no. But if like we've maybe will meet or have met a character that. That's a half breed or something. Yeah, and like they said, another mm-hmm. one like Isder Isdernukes and yep. Ariads, which I don't remember. I don't remember what an Ariad is. I don't think we have met um, many of them. I think I think we have before, but I don't really. That name it does like sound familiar, but I can't like recall. I wonder if it was from the short or from the novella. It definitely could have been because there was a lot of names. There's a lot of monsters in that. Yeah. Um. um but I think that would be really cute, though, if we end up finding, like, a little half-breed for, uh, like, a little baby. For- <laughs> I think if anyone's going to adopt a baby, it's either going to be, it's going to be Gloam and Rig, I think. Well, I'm over here, like, I wonder if he can fucking get pregnant by Rig. I've thought of that many times, because, I mean, they're the, Could you imagine- the ones who carry the babies. Could you imagine, though, if Gloam is not daddy energy, Gloam is indeed mommy energy? Can you imagine pregnant Gloam? Gloam saying, God damn, my back hurts. It reminds me of like Shrek. I don't know why, but I'm thinking. <laughs> I thought love was only true in fairy tales. That's like, I see like these little bouncing little triplets. Like... <laughs> Honestly, though, I, for once in my life, I think that a pregnancy would not throw me off in a book. Like, I would still read it. Sometimes the pregnancy stuff gets me kind of ick, but. Yeah, that one, I was just, I, I thought it might even happen in that book, to be honest, but no, it didn't. Uh, I do, I like the one, um, I was cracking up too when Danny thinks that something that Seraph says is sweet to to Lilac. He's like, wow, that's so sweet. And then Wynn says, you think that's sweet? <laughs> I shared half of my rela- remaining life with you. If I'm not allowed to use that as an excuse, you're not either. I don't try to use it as a valid reason to get my dick sucked. Dick sucked. 
<laughs> These fuckers. Oh, They're cracking God. me up. It's um. Okay, so I'm seeing some more some more sex scenes. Yeah, we the sex um, in this book is just fucking wild. If you're gonna read the book, please just do it because there's it's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's I mean when you compare it to something to say, I think it's very similar to um a soul to keep. Yes. It is similar. Even to the genitalia, to... a lot of it is very similar to a soul to keep. Like even with the tongue, it's almost yeah. it's very similar. Yeah, it's um, definitely yeah. Because you know the same way, like they kiss. It's that's the same. It's the, the same. Yep. The kind of like t- things around the dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's similar. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's only one thing, which is like this little <laughs> worm. <laughs> I that word, man. <laughs> yeah, we did do who got worm that's around it that just and slithers man, around and around that there. worm is interesting. It is. This isn't that scene yet though. It's um, no, but that one it did be really, throwing me off, brother. Yeah. All the previous scenes uh really just talk about, you know, deep throating his tongue a lot. And yeah, I don't like um eats his ass a few times. I like how casually I say that. There's there's one too. It this isn't a like a spunt scene, but it came to mind and I looked to see if I highlighted it. I did. Um cuz I highlighted everything in this fucking book. Um he he was opening uh Seraph was opening a container and he said mm-hmm. Eat lilac, and then lilac. He went still, and corny he, joke. yeah, he says, "Telling corny jokes already. We should probably nip that in the bud before it becomes a habit." Yeah, um, I did like this. Uh, so this is not their first sexual. It's probably like the second, I think. And lilac wants to touch Seraph, but Seraph's all like, "Oh, this is wrong. This is bad." And then lilac's just kind of talking to him, right, about the situation, and. He's like, I want to touch you. And then he says, but if you don't want that, that's fine. Not everyone likes being touched intimately. Plenty of people don't like sex or prefer not to be on the receiving end. There's no wrong answer. And I really, I really like that because I don't feel like very often in books, it's recognized that some people truly just don't want or need a sexual intimate relation, like relationship to still be in a valid relationship right and i think isn't it crazy out of all books that we get that in it's a monster smut book like this yeah it that's what that's what it takes for someone to have a talk like that (laughs) this kind of community i would even like to i mean obviously we we read smut and that's that's what we do but i do think it's a great conversation to be had in general for sure and well and i think that like just speaking personally, I think there have been times that, like, either people have been offended by, like, my preferences, and I hate that because there's such a stigma of you got to be, like, all or nothing. I'm, sometimes yeah. it's not. I hate it. I hate it in books when the idea of, like, and this happens a lot, there's some kind of trauma that has happened. 
and then or something some reason why they don't want to have sex and then the whole point of it is like well you just haven't met me or you just haven't yeah i'm not had this. that either no i fucking hate that right because yeah, that is so invalidating and so <laughs> right like oh just because i gotta have this different person yeah that's- or the fact that there has to have been a trauma for someone to not want to have sex i don't like yes. that either see i'm getting deep with it guys She's she's deep in this one, man. Shit. Cassie's a we philosophical there. bitch. She is, at least today. Maybe not tomorrow, but we'll see. <laughs> I, okay, I, I really want to... I want to find the scene. I want to find the scene and I want to talk about it. Okay, you find it. I, what? In the meantime, okay, I do want to say this one because it, it's another smoke man. Um, well, before, before the smoke man... Um, Seraph is trying to start, like, speaking a little more English to Lilac. And he says, your lessons with Gloam are going well, I said, eyes popping back open to look at him in the dark. You're so smart, Seraph. Like, what a sweet little compliment. But then, um, so, I forget in what context this is said, but, um, I think, uh, Lilac is saying to him, he says, even the smoke man. And Seraph laughs, and... And then he says again, and he says, I say for joke. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, you fucking picking on Wendy. Don't even know English. Oh, God. Okay. I actually found a few to talk about before we get to that scene. Okay. Um, one, Seraph said this. He says, good fighter. Lilac protects Seraph. <laughs> I like that one. I um, love all these But ones. I loved when Wynn said this. I was like, oh, my God. So Seraph's over here being like, I'm a monster. Like, look at me. And Wynn goes, I'm a monster too, Seraph. Wynn rasps, crossing, crossing his arms. So is Gloam. So are Eden and Auri. In this world, we are the monsters. But that doesn't mean there is anything wrong with you. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, God damn, Wynn. Because, like, Fuck. you know, Seraph was having this whole, like, breakdown. Because he had just, he'd been doing really well. And then something happened. Yeah. And... And Lilac is even sitting there like, what do I, like, what do I say like, to fuck, him? this is a monster. And then Wynn says that, and I'm like, oh. Like, God damn. And out of all people to say it, motherfucking Wynn. Yep. Um, this bitch. Okay, and then this part comes in. So in the very beginning, Lilac talks about seeing a campfire in the distance. He sees oh, another campfire. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is also so, like, Lilac. Lilac would have been on top of this shit. Normally, yeah. He was, he was yeah. preoccupied. He's distracted. Um... But then, thank God, Anchor brings it up. Right, <laughs> she said, uh, you remember there's a fire out there somewhere? Maybe someone should do something. Yeah. Um, so he goes out there, blah, blah. It was fucking Cutter. Bitch, from the first second when he saw a bonfire in the distance, I said, that's fucking Cutter. No, it's that's that cutter. one-armed bitch Cutter. <laughs> Stupid fucker. Bro, but that scene, that scene where he kills Cutter... <laughs> I know, him and him and Sarah just go and fucking whack him. Like, okay, can I just read it real quick? It's real graphic, uh, sure. trigger warning. Um, okay, so they're all camping, right, um, in a tent. And um, so this is Lilac's point of view, of course. Then I slashed down, slicing through the material. The snores from within cut off abruptly, and when the ruined flaps of the tent flopped open wide, watery blue eyes met mine. Hello, Cutter, I said quietly. He went deathly pale, sucking in a shuddering breath to yell, but I was already bringing my machete down on his throat. Blood spurted, coating the dark fabric of his sleeping bag and rolling off the waterproof material. 
He choked, hand jerking under the sleeping bag as he tried to clutch his throat. To my left, I could hear Seraph snarling and tearing through nylon, frantic screams, horrified yells, the gurgles of the other two dying. In my periphery, I saw blood arcing and splattering over the ground, an arm or leg sailing through the air, but I kept my eyes on Cutter, watching calmly as he writhed in his sleeping bag, blood pumping from his neck. Fuck! God damn! I was like, holy shit! Thank God I hated that bitch. I know, I was like, eat shit, Cutter! Yeah, eat major shit. I was flipping out, man. God, that scene. Yeah. And then... The, um, the big, like, you know, stressful scenes really remind me of Gloam. How, oh, like, yeah. it just kind of is like, bam, works out. <laughs> because I thought, this is so funny. Whenever that, like, they were getting ready or Lilac learned about Cutter being there and that Cutter was getting ready. Oh, well, Cutter had signed up for the... For the fucking um, cult. Yeah, the cult. What the fuck? It starts with an H. Uh, uh, the Herald. The Herald. And so he was coming to, you know, get Gloam and read the words to him and bring him back. And then, so Lilac thought to himself, like, oh, I could, should probably, like, go tell someone. But then he just goes to Sarah and is like, well, I told you I was going to walk. In my mind, initially, I didn't think he was going to go take him there. I thought he was literally about to just go take Sarah for a walk and bring him back and then go tell <laughs> And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> you stupid idiot. <laughs> but then they went there and I was like, okay. There are these moments. So there's a moment later. Um, oh, oh my God. And then when, fuck, there's so much in this book that I just, every time, I'm going to have to read it again. Um, <laughs> Seraph, he's talking to Gloam and Eden and he says, you are all small. And yeah. he, they let out deep laughs, and, and Gloom says, it's not often in my life I've been called small. And then Sarah says, and Smoke Man is tiny. Yeah. And then Eden says, don't say that in front of him, Seraph. He likes you. That would change if he heard you call him tiny. Not even. Ten seconds later, this motherfucker goes, see you later, tiny Smoke Man. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, of course, wind's like hissing around the corner, the corner but uh, it was fucking hilarious. Yep, and then later, whenever Seraph beats everyone, um, yeah. oh my god, Danny's like, uh, "Hi, Seraph, I'm Danny, Tiny Smoke Man's husband." <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that shit, and yeah. I love when um, when Seraph calls uh, Lilac Jesse. Oh my god, yeah. I cry. And also, Jesse is the only fitting name I think of like any of these. Like Lilac, I think mm, Jesse. That seems right to me. Yes, yeah, Jesse does fit. I agree. but some of the other ones. <laughs> Like, ghosts. They're, like, yeah, what the fuck? This is, like, Gage. Isn't Gage. It? And then Adam for Rig. Like, like, Adam, like, yeah, not great, but fucking ghosts. I ghosts can't is that. Gage. Yeah. Well, and I love that Danny goes by his name, so that's funny. Yeah. And well, like, and he, well, he wasn't a raider, so. Right. Well, it's funny, That makes though, sense. All of the non-raiders do go by, like, all the military men just go by their it's name. It's really only the raiders that change their name because they don't want the military to know what their, or know right, what anyone right. to know what their name is. And that's why they cover their faces. That's what, there's, uh, the cute little moments when Gloam, he's like, would I be able to come closer, Seraph? And the, he, Seraph responds, like, with his name. He's like, yes, Gloam. Glowem. Glowem. And it's uh, just precious. Yeah. Okay, the next I is the scene. <laughs> okay, you go ahead. Um, 
Hang on, wait, wait. Before you say anything, it was really cute that Rig wanted to give him a hug. Anyway, okay, all right. Now, sorry, I had to say that before you just dove knee deep into this one. Yep. Okay, are you guys ready? Because this sounds like a good time. Um. <laughs> so I will say I've read books with this before. Obviously, Jada hasn't. <laughs> and I love. She loves it. I don't know who listens to this at this point. I, my cousins might start listening to this, and I. We don't know who listens to this, but, okay. but we're sorry. So remember that little worm I talked about earlier? This is coming back into play. Oh, God. Um, so I realized why a second later when it slid up the length of my dick and its narrow, blunt tip poked at my slit, jostling the piercing. Remember his dick piercing? Uh-oh. I went hot and cold all over, shivering uncontrollably when I felt it steadily worm. <laughs> <laughs> it's steadily worming its way down my urethra. I think it's hilarious that it says worming because I didn't even remember that. Yeah, I didn't either. God. Um, yeah, and I like that. Obviously, I like that. I kind of wish we got more of it. Right. That's what I... I obviously did not really care for it, but it was fucking crazy. Oh, I cared for it a lot. I, I really know you it. loved it. You fucking... <laughs> I mean, every, I'm not going to yuck anyone else's yum, but, you know. Yucky. <laughs> but, God. Oh, I was, like, cringing. I was, like, Ooh. Oh, yeah. I was, like, stick that shit all the way in there. <laughs> stick it farther. God, it was terrifying. And then he just kind of pulled it out, and I was, like, let's put it back in. But- no. <laughs> I do like that Seraph, he's at one point after this, sorry, real 180 we're doing here. Um, like Seraph is like building things for, um, for Lilac because he starts taking up woodworking is super cute. And at one point he's like a vegetable patch for Lilac. And I'm like, you are so cute. You're going to make him a vegetable patch. I'm like obsessed. Yeah, it's really cute. It's precious. Let's see. There's a couple parts too. Like Eden was, went and got two trees. Out of the woods, like literally, he's dragging yeah, the trees. Just pulling my roots and all. And he said, "I got him. Here you go. You want to use some wood? I got it." It's yeah. cute. Oh, and Seraph carving spoons. Oh my god. Yeah, and then I have, I have you know the big fucking blow up that happens at oh, the end. Oh god. Okay, so there are two characters we've kind of didn't talk about a whole lot, but yeah. Well, Tank and Bishop. Yeah, fucking Tank and Bishop. I want to punch him. Uh, I remember from before, but I don't remember Tank as much. Right. Um, but yeah, they really tanks just being a you know major asshole through this whole book. And I love the interaction of Tank being like, Why the fuck are you taking all this food? And um Lilax goes, Are you hungry? <laughs> God, and then he's like, No, I just had dinner. He's like, Oh, well, you're really worried about me taking all this food. It, it was a good interaction. It was it's a very good one. Um, but yeah, so basically uh They've been sneaking Seraph out of the cage. They didn't let the the camp know that they were taking Seraph out of the cage. One of them sees him one morning. None fucking shoots the shit out of Seraph. And I will say, I get why, like, Lilac would be really upset at none over this. I do feel, though, that he, at least, he never really, he never forgave her for doing that. Which... I I would have forgiven Nun for doing that because really? I don't think Nun, and she thoroughly apologized 
ever done everything that she could. Right. And she was kind of doing her job, honestly. Right, she was doing what she was supposed to. And she probably would have thought that he was going to hurt him. Yeah, so. and it's kind of on Lilac, you know, not for... I mean, they really weren't even keeping the camp updated on how anything. Seraph was doing. Yeah, they, no one knew if he was, like, a flight risk or what was happening. Yeah, like, Seraph looked like a crazy bastard out there in that cage. <laughs> just, like, throwing his shit around like a wet noodle around the <laughs> He's like one of those things from the car the car dealership. He really is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so then whenever the camp finds out that, you know, Lilacs let Seraph out, Tank just goes, you know, fuck these guys, fuck Lilac. And then Lilac's over here like, you say another thing, I will kill you. And then Anchor's like, no, 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 you won't. <laughs> no, no, you don't, just, don't kill anyone. You were being can. serious. And Lilac keeps being like, I'm serious. I'll kill you. I'll kill you, <laughs> you, 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 you. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's like this big blow up. And he just keeps saying, call him for a vote. And Anchor's like, we're not voting. We've already voted on this stuff. So basically, Tank, Bishop, and Timlin decide to leave. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, fuck this place. Stupid decision. So stupid. I mean, obviously, they motherfuckers. That not only, I mean, they would have been fucked up if, I mean, Lilac didn't go after him. Let alone when Lilac said, I just got to yeah. take care of this while I'm ahead. And he fucking kills him. He, said, he just does it. Yeah. I mean, and also there's a couple little scenes where, um, like, he's, Lilac paints Seraph nails. I love that shit. Yeah. Cute. Um, um, and then, well, Moth and Charlie come back. Yeah, and that's really cute. Yep. And then we figure out about Cat and, like, what he's been up to. And they all decide. It, it literally says, uh, knowing Cat, probably trying to take on the entire military to make our lives marginally better. Is that like a little, like direct foreshadowing? Probably. God. <laughs> and then this is hilarious. They, so before, um, like anyone, they're all talking like back and forth and, um, Seraph says, Moth is half monster, he told me eagerly. He is different, like me. Yeah, <gasps> that was really cute. And then um, um, Charlie does say, all the good bits and none of the bad bits. And then he says, well, except for your attitude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't remember which one of them said this. There's so many. It could be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. Um, it's talking about Chuck. You know, Oh, little, I love Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. And um, Chuck really likes... Uh, lilac mm-hmm. and i don't know who says this but it says which i guess makes sense if she also likes moth you're both unique and i've literally said i'm like lilac and moth they're very similar to me yeah they are similar. like they are they're well, unique and so at the very end after everything's said and done the book's over um lily main puts a little tidbit in there um and she had you know said that lore would be next and then she said and after that will be cat's story with his feral blueberry twink monster i love the blueberry twink monster. and then she says his monster and moric lore are actually linked hence why lore's mm-hmm. story is coming first so she gives that there so we know that but that's all i'm gonna say about it because i've read lore so i don't want to spoil anything but yeah it's long as fuck man it is long i might go back and read it again i feel like i honestly didn't take in enough. yeah i'm gonna be real i need to i'm gonna need to read a couple things before i get into um i did want we haven't made a decision quite what's coming next what would you like to come next ma'am um i do think that i want to read uh psycho shifters okay maybe we'll make that I think, wait is that what it's called or am i making that up yeah, i think i think it is <laughs> It's something shifters. I'm thinking it's psycho. You know, it has the girl, the blonde hair, and like crazy into the 
at the screen. There's purple. That one. Yeah, let me hang on. I'll tell um, you. <laughs> I think see. it's Psycho Shifters. Yeah, it's Psycho Shifters by okay. Jasmine Mass. Yeah, Mass. it's been on my TBR for, like, since it came out. It's almost a year. And then I've been seeing people talk about it recently. So, so we'll read that one. different. Okay. I think Psycho it has Shifters. the touch her and you die vibes, which. And I kind of like that. And, you know, and I'm really kind of wanting a. I obviously, uh, gay boy romance is my favorite, but yeah. I, I've kind of been craving like some pussies. <laughs> Bro, okay, also, bingo board speaking, are we using this to mark off? Does this count as tentacles or no? I'm going to say no. Okay, that's fair, because he's not a creature of the water. Yeah. Okay, so this is and our LGBTQ. You read, no, you read this book before we started this. Okay, fuck so you. you can't count it. Fuck you. <laughs> well, I'm counting Heartstopper, and you read that before, so that's my LGBTQ. Fine. You can Sorry. Count that. Okay, <laughs> you little shit. All right. Anyway, so everyone, get on your bingo boards. We're getting started, motherfuckers. Psycho Shifters <laughs> is next. I don't think that's going to cut anything off my bingo board, unfortunately. Oh, I bet we can find something. Even Enemies to Lovers, it might be. Yeah, maybe Grumpy Sunshine, too. We'll see. Oh, I forgot about that one. Okay. All right. Well, people, thanks for tuning in for our episode on Seraph here. Um, Obviously, there's some crazy shit in this book, so just buckle in if you read it. And um, we're looking forward to... We'll be... Our next Monster Series book will be the last one that's out so far. Lily Maine, get us an Ark of Leary, please, God. (laughs) Leary. We want one so bad. Okay. Anyway. And Lily, I don't want you to think I'm smashed, like just smashing this book to pieces. This was, I will say. I mean, Goodreads, I gave it a four, guys. So remember, I still gave it a four on Goodreads. Like, right. And I, I think I think overall, this didn't really affect your, your opinion of the series. I no, think, I and, still definitely still read it. Um, I mean, so, if you get past the reek, you're definitely going to get past this one. Right. And the reek, the reek is tough sometimes, depending on what you like to read. So... Um, but especially, I think following Moth, it was it was probably pretty tough. Oh, so, Moth is so fucking good. I can't see this bitch. It. She's obsessed. Um, <laughs> but that being said, so next week we'll we'll drop some psycho shifters for you guys. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in with us. Yep. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>